um, almost like a gratitude journal. What are they grateful for? What are the things that they want to push forward? Um, and so to tie in the video that I recently did on Facebook Live, it's still available for replay if you guys want to check it out, um, was that I manifested a large sum of money that, boom, just absolutely came out of nowhere. Um, and uh, it's funny, um, Whitney and I would talk briefly about it, but she did tell me recently that, you know, things are going to start happening for you or, and it's going to feel like luck. But it's just well-deserved <laughs> that it's showing up in your life, and it actually showed up in my life at a, at a time when I absolutely needed it to show up, and it was wonderful, unexpected uh, blessing, and just showing my gratitude for it and visualizing the life that I want. If, you're, um, if you don't know, I live in the Midwest, in Chicago, and um, it snowed. <laughs> it snowed here on April 27th. And it snowed, I think it was like April 12th or 14th. And right now it's been raining um, pretty much nonstop uh, for the past three days, three or four days. We are not getting any sunlight here. It's um, the home that I live in, the basement flooded, and we had to clean, you know, had to get up the water. So it's just been a lot. And for me, it's visualizing where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Um, where do I see myself in five years from now? And if you are at that point in your life where you are trying to make that change or maybe you're going through that transition right now, try visualization techniques. There's a lot of videos out there. You can go to YouTube and find them, manifestation um, journals, gratitude journals. Um, for me, I find my connection with with um, with oneness, with with um, with the universe, with God, is through when I meditate and when I'm able to connect the spirit into my spirit guides. For those of you that are unaware, I do um, have the ability to tap into that. And so for me, that's when I feel like I get my, my guidance, where I get um, insights on how to move forward in my life. And then there are times like what I'm going through now where I, it's just like radio silence. I get nothing. And it's, and I feel like I'm, I am led to have to rely solely on my intuition um, to lead me and to guide me. And that's uh, what I'm going through, but it has been an amazing journey, needless to say. And just over the last week, when I tell you things have just been coming, it, to me, it feels like out of nowhere, but I know it's coming from somewhere where it's just like, whoa, so unexpected, but it's a great thing. Keep going. And if you haven't started, start. And uh, you'll be surprised at um, the direction that your life go in. So with that said, let's jump into the show. Um, I talked about Whitney. Uh, very interesting. Let me tell you a quick story. I um, stumbled upon Whitney on um, YouTube uh, last year, late last year in the fall. And um, I sent her an email, and it, it took her a, a week or a couple of weeks to respond, but she did. And she actually sent me an email on the, the morning, actually almost to the minute. And I don't know if I ever told Whitney that to when I found out that my mother had passed away. On that day, I received an email that happened in my um, notification went off on my cell phone. I happened to look down at my cell phone, and it said, Whitney. And I opened the email, and uh, she said, hi, Monica, you know, I would love to help you. Let me know when you'll be available. And I got the news of my mother's transition, and it was um, 
devastating to say the least, but expected as well. My mother had been very ill leading up to her transition to her death. But it was funny how that particular day at that hour, that moment, um, in walks Whitney. And she uh, <laughs> don't know <laughs> that she has been such a major part of my life over the last several months. And so it's a treat to get her on a show as an early birthday gift to me. My birthday, for those of you who don't know, is next um, Thursday, May 9th. I am a Taurus uh, with a Gemini moon for all of you um, out there that are into um, astrology um, and horoscopes. Um, so it's been very interesting uh, to say, and we have a new moon coming up um, in Taurus. So very, very interesting. And if you're into that, you should definitely journal and meditate to the new moon. But um, Whitney, uh, she uh, is someone that I feel is very special, and I know you guys would love having her on the show, too. Um, Whitney, she um, studied medita uh, meditation, um, studio art, painting, sculpting at the University of California, Berkeley. Uh, she is a Division One All-American um, swimmer, uh, competing around the world most of her youth. And I uh, was consistently ranked the top 10 sprinter in the world. I mean, absolutely, that's amazing. So after um, Whitney finished college, she spent about 10 years in New York uh, working in various creative fields of high fashion, interior design, and also opening two successful organic fast um, casual restaurants in Atlanta. So she goes from California to New York to Atlanta. So on her quest uh, for, for finding a deeper meaning in life, it landed her uh, in Ecuador, where she studied with the um, shamans for years. She moved to Mexico to continue her work. Um, after Mexico, she started her YouTube channel and her practice with Tarot, and that's um, how I stumbled upon her. Um, she learned Tarot. Um, through uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. And since then, she's traveled the world. I, I know that I've seen her in Thailand. Right now, Whitney currently resides in Peru. Um, she's continuing her um, shaman uh, practices, and she um, will soon be moving on to Bali. Um, and actually, Bali is on my lifestyle list. If I could get to Bali before the end of the year, that would be great, if not next year. But uh, please welcome Whitney to the show. Hi, Whitney. Hi. Hi, Monica. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. I know how busy your schedule is. You get bombarded with so many people through YouTube that uh, want to utilize your services. And um, I don't know... Um, um, I would love to talk to start off by talking about your uh, background. I mean, from Berkeley, California, with swim team and sprinter to New York to fashion to Atlanta to organic. I mean, you have had a very diverse, very well-rounded life. How how has that been for you and and the different transitions? You know, most people never leave their state, <laughs> let alone. Um, to venture out into different careers. How has that been for you? Well, I think anybody kind of in this, you know, practice of searching for 
you know, deeper meaning or the unknown, you know, they kind of try everything to fit in. <laughs> and I definitely did the same. Yes. Um, you know, went from career to career. Does this feel right? And, you know, you get to this point where you kind of learn as much as you can learn and you're like, okay, it's time to go- move on. What, what more? What more? So there's this continual search for what more. And, um, you know, I was born into kind of a family that was, um, you know, my grandfather, he actually was deep into the occult. He, he um, was, he traveled the world holding ceremonies um, in a kind of a different manner than I do for sure, but with the Freemasons. Uh-huh. So he, he was kind of the leader of that, traveled to Cuba, to, you know, Europe. And a, a part of my upbringing, you know, I started off with swimming. And, and, you know, it was interesting what you said at the very beginning of your show about visualization and like you know as as uh you know athletes to a certain caliber when you get to a certain level you know there's only certain uh amount of work that you can put in you know Uh training six hours a day there's comes a point where there's some level of visualization and there's some magic in this and I, i promise you any you know high level athlete like you know mike tyson or you know the um, Usain Bolt of the world, they all practice yeah. this, and it's very important. It, it's, it's an integral part of um, manifesting greatness. Um, not to say that I was number one or anything, but, you know, it, after a certain point, you have to believe in yourself. So mm-hmm. um, especially with swimming, you know, it's hours looking at the bottom of the pool. This was just like a forced meditation on me. So. <laughs> It truly is. And sometimes I tell people to look at cleaning like a meditation, you know, I, I look at it as a workout and it clears my mind and I get something done because I'm also a tourist. I like the utility in things. I like there being a purpose behind everything. And, um, you know, from a young age, I've just always kind of been looking for um, the meaning, you know, uh, what is this for? What is this teaching? Me? Uh-huh. Maybe this is I mean, discipline. Maybe this is clearing my mind. Maybe this is teaching me, you know, whatever it is at, at that point in time. And looking back, everything I kind of learned along the way came in useful. Um, it, it served a purpose. Uh-huh. And um, get, get to the point where I am now. I've, I've accumulated a lot of um, life experiences, good and bad, um, and I use them with tarot, with clients that come to me. Um, and, and it's not necessarily about predicting the future, but it's more about uh-huh. kind of getting people to realize, you know, what their potential is. Because I feel like tarot does a wonderful job of, um, you know, Um, reading out for people their potential and what you put into it, though, you know, there's an element here of will, you know, of um, it's it's not sitting back and waiting for some sort of prophecy. It's not really how it works. It kind of reads your potential. So I, I like to use tarot in a way to empower. And it's not it's just one of many, many ways you can do that. Um, I found a lot of power within shamanism. Uh, within prayer and gratitude, within meditation, um, there's lots of validity in lots of things. Um, but I feel like it's your perspective, really, of um, how this is 
helping me move forward towards, you know, that goal, towards that vision. And, you know, a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people, but I used to run a retreat center in South America. And one of our questions at the very beginning is, if you had a million, billion, trillion dollars, money was no option, what would you be doing? And you, I would get a lot of deer in the headlight looks at me like, uh-huh. you know, I, I'd give it away or, you know, I'd donate to charity or I'd start, you know, a, a animal refuge. You know, it was kind of vague answers and I could tell they really didn't know it in their heart. And part of my, my goal was to, you know, draw that out of them. Uh-huh. Um, so I feel like also with practice, uh, and I know I annoy a lot of my friends with this, but I always talk about my dreams with them. Like, what would you do if you could do anything right now? And they're like, oh, Whitney, come on, not again. I'm like, come on, anything right now, where would you be? <laughs> because well, you know, so I'm similar to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a magical power to have because it truly is. I mean, if you subscribe to the law of attraction and all of this, um, you know, kind of abstract ideology, you know, there is some truth to it because I promise you, if you keep on it, I've seen massive things unfold. And maybe it wasn't everything I was praying for because maybe, you know, that wasn't right for me or it unfolded in a different way. But at the core level, um, truly magic has happened. Um, I'm, I'm glad something unfolded for you recently. That sounds wonderful. Yes. <laughs> you know what? For me, it was just like, whoa. I was so shocked um, that I felt like I got to take hold of this momentum. It's like, okay, well, let me keep going. And just been on this. this um, I don't know if you're familiar with Esther Hicks, um, with Abraham and, and her teachings. And one thing that she says that you got to get in the vortex. And for me, it was just like, once you get on that high of something great coming, you just, you keep going and you go, you know, you keep going with that feeling. And I tell you that little things have just keep, you know, one thing has led to another. To It's almost like I am on a roll now with just great things and information that is now presenting itself out of the blue. I had a random phone call from someone with whom I have not heard from, who said, you've been on my mind, I've been talking about you to people, and they want to meet you. Had no idea she was even talking about me or thinking about me. <laughs> and now I have a meeting with someone, and it was just like, how crazy. But I've been journaling and manifesting about having such a meeting or meeting, you know, providing resources for me to other my business here ago. Someone that says, hey, I think I have someone for you. And it, and it, and it is magic, Whitney. It, it feels that way when things start to align itself because we create our lives, uh, whether you believe it mm-hmm. or know that you're doing it. I just made a choice several years ago to consciously create the life because the one that I was living is not fulfilling. It's not enjoyable. I went to school for business and then received, you know, I have a degree in human resources and all of those things are practical. They're great. And I've done them for years, but it doesn't feed my spirit and it doesn't give me the freedom that I want to have in my life. And 
similar to you, I have been bouncing around trying to figure, okay, I did that. Let me try this. Okay, I did that. Now let me go over here. Because I, I keep looking and searching. And I think yeah. that's part of that being a light worker, per se, quote, unquote, is that we're, we're constantly looking, how do I evolve? And, and, and I am forever relocating and moving every three to four years. I don't stay in one area or one job too long because I feel, okay, my time is up here. Time to go somewhere else. And then a job will appear or a place for me to move will show up because I feel like, okay, now it's time for me to go there. And I have been that way um, in my life, my entire life. It's been it's been very mm-hmm. interesting that you and I have very <laughs> parallel when it comes to certain uh, certain searches in life. It's been similar to that. Um, it's that I am yearning for that for that deeper meaning as well. And when people ask me, well, how do you do it? It really isn't a book on how to do it. I think it's just really about tapping and going within. If people are familiar with the Tarot. I am the hermit, and I think even when you have done readings for me, you, you like Monica the hermit, always comes up in your reading. I am literally the hermit. I go within. I retreat. I'm very deep in my thinking. Um, I find solace and peace when I go within. Believe it or not, although I'm all over social media and I do a lot of things that would appear to people that I am an extrovert, hence this podcast, I am really an introvert. I am really uh, a very quiet you know, very within person, very deep in thought all the time to the point where I've had people more than once, even as recent as yesterday, someone said, I look at you and I'd be wondering, what are you thinking? And I had to laugh. I said, you're not the first person to say that to me. And she was like, if I could pick your brain, she said, you just look like you really see things that other people don't see. And she said, I'm curious to know. And I said, wow, that was so insightful. And it really kind of caught me off guard because I didn't know where she was coming from with that. I said, really? But I'm noticing that people are seeing things differently. And I know that it's because it's from the inside out. It's my projection. Like you said, perception is how I view things and view myself that I am showing up differently um, in the world to people. Do you find that to be true for yourself as well? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely notice, you know, the different circumstances, people, uh, events, situations I track, I attract into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting you mentioned the vortex and we, we, we go into this in shamanism. We go into the vortex and in my place, in my opinion, sorry, this place is kind of a place of flow. Um, it's a place mm-hmm. of expanded consciousness and it's a place of, you know, just kind of trust. Um, with trust, yeah. you don't doubt a lot. Sure, you, you go within and trust your intuition and kind of see how it feels. But there's a level of, I feel like, faith that comes in with this, that, oh, what's being presented with me right now? What is my immediate feeling? Like today, mm-hmm. I was invited to Tulum, Tulum, Mexico for two months in between Peru and Bali, and it felt right, so I said yes. So next week, I will move to Tulum. <laughs> So it's kind of like exciting. It's like everything just unfolds and it feels nice. And you kind of trust the directions you're being pulled. And it's, it becomes magical, actually, after a while. It's like, wow, I couldn't have imagined this. I thought I was stuck here and it's becoming wintertime and it's really cold. And I wasn't looking forward to that. But, you know, and it just shifts overnight. And it, it does have that power to kind of, 
you know, sometimes you can wake up and have those days where it's like, gosh, I never could have imagined this would have happened. Or you can wake up some days and it's like, I could have never imagined this happened to happening today. And like, you know, it's just about, I mean, life's about balances, taking the, the lows with the highs and not letting it truly affect you and having that faith that, you know, next day is a new day, the sun will rise and new, new limitless possibilities. So um, it is a magical place to have. And, it, and I feel like kind of, you know, as a collective, we're all similarly going through this period of, you know, truly awakening. I mean, you see it on a small level with, you know, the increase of yoga, like in city, big cities, you know, mindfulness, uh-huh. uh, meditation. I mean, it's just undeniable. You can see it in everywhere. But truly, um, I feel like we're actually kind of on this brink um, where, you know, not to sound too um, out there, but the veil between, you know, our our selfish little ego, small world, and really, truly the connectiveness that we have within everybody with, you know, for example, what you mentioned at the beginning, you know, somehow I managed to send you a message at the exact same time and hour and day that your mother passed away. That's to me, that's no coincidence. I mean, this yeah. is the power of you know, magic. This is magic. And if you, you can have the eyes to see it or you can have the eyes to say like, huh, oh, that's a funny, that's a funny coincidence. <laughs> In my opinion, there's, there are no such things. <laughs> it's all magic. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I absolutely feel that way. You know what? It's very interesting, and I will have to say that for years, and and I don't know about you, but for years, um, Whitney, I hid. And what I mean by hid was I I have always, since at a very young age, had the ability that I knew something wasn't right. Uh, My great-grandmother passed away, and... Uh, for whatever reason, I could still see her, and she would still play with me. And I can remember being five or six as a little kid, and there was a red rocking chair that she used to sit in. Well, after she passed away or whatever, she would still sit in that same rocking chair, and I would go sit in her lap and play with her and for hours. And I would go to her room where she used to sleep. She used to sleep uh, towards the back of the house. And they would always tell me, where are you going in that room? She's not there. But I think, I'm like, she is still here. There she go. I couldn't understand why people didn't see her, but I've seen her. And then over the years of being told that it's imagination, oh, that's not real, you know, don't think about it, I, I pushed it away because it wasn't really fostered or accepted. Um, I come from a very religious family, you know, Baptist, and I grew up in a church and, and things like that. So for me, I just said, well, something's wrong with me if I see this or I can hear or I can experience it. So for years, I suppressed it. And um, several years ago, um, in the middle of the night, um, a voice came to me, my, my grandmother, which you have picked up on in reading. She has a very strong presence with me called out to me in the middle of the night and I woke up um, and set up in the middle of the bed and I just remember her saying it's time and I took that to mean it was time for me to step into whatever it was I needed to do and I would say that was about seven years ago um, and since then I have just been on this spiritual path and, and of accepting who I am accepting my gift and not being ashamed to express myself 
or you know without judgment or or that people will say that um it's the occult or you're worshiping the devil and all these other crazy ideas that people come up with i just begin to really explore more and to tap into it more and it has opened up to me and has transformed mm-hmm. my life in a way that I never seen coming. Never, ne- never would I've ever even have this conversation with you and invite you on the show and say that I would <laughs> openly, I wouldn't do it because I would be so afraid of judgment and what people thought about me. But the thing has been, it, it is a pleasure, it, it, it's a pleasure to serve, it's a pleasure to help, and I feel that my calling and every thing as far as there's no coincidence the name of my business is halo global and and everything mm-hmm. that i do then brochure beautiful the west now, everything is surrounded about service and love and light and giving back and helping um that all of my businesses um whitney has been since that night my grandmother called me in the middle of the night all everything that i've created has happened within seven years it did not exist okay. prior to that so I, and I don't believe in coincidence, and, and her telling me it's time meant it's time for me to wake up. I don't know. You know, it's time for me to start moving mm-hmm. in, in, in my direction. I don't know, but I took heed to that. And since that transition, mm-hmm. my father has since transitioned. My mother has since transitioned. My father-in-law transitioned. Um, my mother-in-law transitioned uh, two weeks ago, and so now she's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to all of these people who was once here and it's no and and they are helping me and I find sometimes as weird as it may sound I find more peace in interacting with them than than people that are here on this plane because they are just at a different vibration a different energy is more peaceful is more direct is not I am able to get clear answer and guidance from them and it comes such a place of love and 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 no judgment and it feels good. So I tend to interact with that energy a lot more. Um, can you talk about what has your spiritual life been like in your, in your past with spirituality? And how did you start your YouTube channel, um, Spiritual Escapade? Oh, well, it's actually kind of a strange roundabout way, but I'll, I'll explain it as best as I can. Um, so I was living in New York. You know, doing lots of um, things to, you know, quote unquote, climb the the the, the corporate ladder to success. I kind of looked uh-huh. around one day, and I literally had everything I thought that would, quote unquote, make me happy. You know, I lived down on Water Street in the financial district. I had a saltwater pool doorman, fancy apartment, new car. I was living in the Hamptons, and I looked around and I was like, I don't want any of this. I'm not happy. This means nothing. Um, I'm I, like years would just pass like a blink of the eye. Like I didn't know where my time was going. And um, I started to search for, for higher meaning. Truly. Um, I came across a national mm-hmm. geographic um article about shamans in the jungle and I am somebody that is experiential so I need to experience it I'm not going to take somebody's word I I actually am a little bit skeptical at first I need to see it feel it (laughs) so um, I took a trip and it really truly changed my life um, for the better Um, I was still a little bit in and out of doubt 
um, about what did this all mean? What, it, what, what did that feeling I got down there, what does that mean? Do, do I need to change my entire life? So I started putting out my feelers um, to different centers in South America. You know, are you looking for anybody? I have so-and-so skills. Um, and, you know, I was living in the Hamptons one summer and the whole house was wired for security. Um, and two nights in a row, only my room, the alarm was blaring about 2 a.m. And it woke me up and it gave me such a chill down my back. Um, and then the third night it happened and I opened my eyes and I had this huge like six foot shaman with you know traditional Indian feather headdress like very stereotypical if I could ever imagine what a Native American looked like a chief this was it and the message was you need to go you need to leave you need to go to South America Um, and the very next day I got an offer I got an offer from a retreat center and it required me to pack up my belongings in three days. <laughs> and I was like, I can't accept this. I have an apartment. I have, and I did it. I took a leap of faith. I literally had no reason to accept that feeling in my heart that it was the right thing to do. Um, and, you know, it, it truly changed my life. I went from working um, with groups of 30 people consecutively two weeks in a row, there would be huge turnover, you know, people coming for their purpose, leaving actually completely different people. And it opened my eyes to this, because what shaman, shamanism really truly is, is it's, it's getting back to nature. I mean, these are people that pray to the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth. It's very basic. It's like the basis for any religion sprouting from there. Um, so, in my opinion, as you know, humans, what we're truly looking for is meaning, connection to other people. Um, in the broader sense, um, I was living in New York, and I, I don't think I ever felt as alone as I did in that city. Even though I had friends, like you know, I'd maybe see them once or twice a month, if that. Um, but it's it's more like this intimacy connection, like really, truly being able to show your soul to somebody um, and that's what's missing so it was a really beautiful experience um, from there and then you know I did these long diets um, they call them dietas in the jungle where um, I was uh, living at this place that cured cancer Um, they don't do advertising they are donation based it's very basic but there would be these western women from all around the world I mean, from Western societies, um, and they'd come because it worked. And, you know, I, again, I'm not somebody that believes it until I try it myself. I didn't have cancer, but, um, you know, I, I had an addiction to sugar, and there were things that that was causing for my body. So I did this suggested diet from the shaman. I, my mind cleared. Um, I didn't eat for 30 days. I only drank their tea that they brewed me. Uh, my entire body composition changed. Um, any health ailment I ever had just disappeared in the span of a, a month. Um, so again, experiential person, I left a believer. <laughs> so the next step, I went to to try another plant medicine. Um, there, I worked at this place in Mexico, um, 
and it's a holistic approach to treating people with severe addiction problems. And I've never experienced addiction myself, but again, I was just curious with this going on with the power of plants so that they worked with this plant Iboga, which is from Africa. Um, and it has the power to reset okay. the dopamine receptors in human, hum, human brain, excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, places like this, they, they receive people that have tried it every other way, even with, you know, the holistic approach to cancer. These people have tried it every other way. Um, this is a last resort type of thing. So I would mm-hmm. meet people who have tried passages Malibu. They spent upwards of a million dollars towards addiction. And I watched kind of their transformation and seeing them um, almost overnight after one session with Ibogaine, um, they didn't want to even smoke a cigarette. Like literally every addiction they previously had was eliminated. So again, me being that experiential person, I'm like, okay, I believe something else I never thought I would believe. So again, it, it became this process of, observation, belief, expansion, expan- uh, con- sorry, consciousness expansion. Um, and then it became my turn to heal. Um, I had been a very extreme level of um, muteness. Like I, 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 had a, I had trouble speaking and you can probably even hear it now, but my thoughts in my mind wouldn't connect to my words. Um, and you know, Taurus is, I'm a Taurus, we rule the throat area. This is our power. And mine was blocked. So this, this shaman suggested um, his treatment, which um, I didn't believe also. Uh, this is going to sound extreme and kind of um, weird and witchcrafty, but he's like, I need to put some slugs on your neck. I was like, what? So he, wow. like, there's toxins there in your energy. So I allowed him to put them on the back of my neck uh-huh. <laughs> um, and they purified the blood. Um, but later down the road, I, I actually moved back to the United States for a few months and I ran a children's homeless shelter. And in the meantime, it gave me this nice pause in between working with shamans and kind of going on the next direction to kind of think about ways I could open up my throat because it was clear I had something to say. It's clear that I Uh I experienced all these things I experienced for a reason. And if they're all just kind of caught up within me, what use is it for anybody? You know, what use is it all this accumulation of experiences if you don't share um, or be open? So it, it simply became a, it's like a new tarot and I want to be able to speak publicly. So this was just the practice, and all of a sudden it became something totally different. (laughs) Um, So it it brought in my shamanism training, it brought in my tarot training, but it also brought in my life experiences. So I learned that everything I've been through, you know, certain things would just pop into my mind when a certain person would contact me. It's like, oh, I've had this experience. Maybe you could benefit from this. Maybe this will be something that speaks to you. So. really a strange evolution but to me everything kind of has a purpose and with you know this whole awakening and getting on your path you know it's 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 um it's not all rainbows you know inevitably there's kind of a crumble that happens before and it's hard and it's rough and um again i feel like there's some something helpful 
with somebody that's been there and done that. It's like a coach that actually, you know, yeah. does your sport. It's like you trust them more, you know, you, oh, okay, you know what you're talking about. So um, I find that helpful. But yeah, that's, that's my story to opening a YouTube channel. I never thought I would be speaking for a living. Even my mother laughs at me. She's like, I can't believe you speak for a living. <laughs> so yeah. That, that is story. so funny because you, you know that I've had trouble with my voice and speaking to the point where I've had to hire two coaches and actually do a voice coach. And I had to do meditation and prayer just you know, working with the throat chakra to open it because I have such great mm-hmm. throat problems. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. for me, it has it, it just drives me crazy. It's like, okay, you say that this is the path I need to be on, but I have problems with my throat. And, um, <laughs> and I have done um, past life regressions twice with, with, Al, with um, um, Alba. Wyman out of uh, Miami, and so I have gotten to see her, and we've worked through, actually one of my videos with Alba is on her channel, Uh, my, my, I did two videos, yeah, I did two, um, two um, past life regressions, the first one was extremely personal, that never got posted, I told her, please don't post that one, but the second one is on her channel, and when I tell you, Whitney, that people are still finding me, inboxing me, getting my email address, I watched your video on, on YouTube, you have helped me transition, thank you for sharing, it's such a personal video, right now I think it's over 10,000 views, um, I don't go on what? it because I just don't want the, well, I'm sorry I didn't hear you. No, I, I'm, I was just, I'm kind of in shock that you have been to her twice. I've followed her for years and I love her work and I recommend her all the time because um, I mean, I mean, people know about people like Dolores Canyon and, and David Weiss, you know, kind of the, the mm-hmm. four, forefront runners of this, but her videos, I mean, she shares, she shares and she allows people you know, the option to share the message, which I feel is very powerful. It's powerful in and of itself, you going through a past life regression, but you know, it's interesting. These people come back with the same consistent messages, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I love her. It's very, it's, it's, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time, like you, non-believer, I got to see it for myself. And the very first past life regression I had with her blew my mind when she said, look into the person's eyes and tell me who you see. And I, when I seen who the person was, who they are to me in this life, it made sense. I said, oh, my God, that's why I have this lesson. Oh, my God, this is why I married this person. This is not my first time with this person. It, it made sense. Um, going back home, like, what does she took me through my final stages of earth and what it meant to transition? Where do you go when you transition? And going back to this place where it's all white and and meeting a council of people at a table, and I stood before them, and, and, and I had my past, I had my life review, and everyone that played a character or a role in my life was in this screening room, and we were sitting there together watching my life and every lesson and every exchange and and how it was designed for me to experience that through that person. And um, at the end, the council or my spirit guide said, what did you learn as that person in that life? What what was the takeaway? Did, did, did you do what you were supposed to do? And in that particular life, I didn't. Um, that life was about love. 
and self-love and I never learned mm-hmm. it. And so in this life, I ended up having to learn love and now I've learned it in this life. I, and so she wanted to get to the point of what does, why did you show Monica that particular life? What is the importance of that life and how does it align with who she is now? And it's the same lesson. It's like, I got it again. I needed to learn love yeah. and, and self-worth and value. And it just absolutely made me a believer and that is how I teach people because I have been through some very hard lessons and, and deep experiences. And when I got on my path of self-discovery and, and who I am today as Monica L. Garrison was very difficult. There was a point where, and I tell this story all the time, where I had um, no money. Uh, I wasn't working. I was pretty much just about to be homeless with my children, and my checking account was negative $268, and all I had was $5 in cash. And I somehow made it through that and got myself to where I'm at today. And, And so when people come to me and they need help, I have, just like you, oh, I've been through that. I can give them a book. I can tell them about services. I can... I can lead them mm-hmm. to how to get through it because I went through it and it was hard for me. And that's why I wrote the book Journey to Loving Me, Lessons Learned Along the Way, because the lessons that I had to learn along the way and writing that book was just a story to help people. Read my story and maybe it can help you on your journey and on your path. And and uh, for me, I am still writing my book. It's like, you know, I am on to the next chapter mm-hmm. of my life. Um, and it never really stops. You just, it's like an onion. You keep evolving and you keep getting better. And, and every time you learn something, I just recently had someone, I don't know, backstab me, betray me. And you know what I did? I said, thank you for that. And instead of being mm-hmm. really upset and I was, I was angry for the first day or two, I, I said, thank you. I got my lesson from you. You served the purpose you needed to serve in my life. Thank you for doing what you did. And I release you and I wish you well. And, it, and, and and I released her. I released that energy. I released all of that. And I have no anger or hostility towards the situation or what happened. I'm, I'm past it and since then, great things have happened. And I and because I right. didn't hold on to it, I, I took it for what it was. It was a lesson. And it, it she was meant to do what she did, <laughs> you know. And people do that. They show up in your life to be a teacher. They teach you. And either you can take that lesson and be angry about it, or you can take the experiences that you get in life and turn them around for the better to say, okay, now I know how to do this. Now I can be a different person. Now I can, I can react differently. We can't control how people treat us, but we can control how we respond and setting boundaries and um, learning how to move through lessons a lot easier with the flow of life. And for me, um, I have been dealing with it kind of on my own, and I have been praying and asking for my, you know, to, to be led to resources and to ways to, to seek out my own um, tribe, because here in Chicago and the Midwest, I do feel quite alone. I feel like there's not a lot of people like me, and I have been desiring to manifest a different experience for myself uh, where I can feel more at flow. And um, it's funny that you brought up the clearing of the throat because for me, the first thing that my spirit guides told me was to stop eating um, dairy. So I no longer, dairy is not a part of my diet. I no longer eat eggs, dairy, none of that. I I completely cut it out. Um, 
um, I stumbled upon Dr. Sabian and started, you know, reading about different herbs and, and drinking teas. Like right before the show, I had some tea, um, um, Batarac um, tea. <laughs> I had some Batarac root tea, I think is the name of it. So then, you know, drinking tea, just finding ways to clear out the toxins in my body and to be more grounded. I do found, find that... Um, that my composition of my body has changed. And, and, and it's funny that you mentioned the same thing with you. And I am just doing it out for research guidance um, and not really having anyone to lead me. I just kind of intuitively knew, okay, it's time to change and to, mm-hmm. to do something different. So that's kind of interesting. I know I, I feel like I'm, I'm speaking so much um, and not giving you an opportunity to speak, but I just find this conversation so intriguing that how many things that you and I have um, in common. But what is next for you? Um, you? Are you leaving Peru to go to Bali soon? Yeah, I'm leaving Peru. Actually, I think next week, and I'm going to go um, live in Mexico, I think, for two weeks. It's my birthday. Um, so I'm going to try living there for two months, sorry. And um, after that, I'm going to move to Bali. Um, You know, there's these interesting little pockets around the world where there's kind of this nice, um, like, spiritual communities. I found quite a Mm -hmm. few of them around the world uh, that I I kind of like to go to and recenter. Of course, I like seeing new places, but, you know, there's, there's certain places where I know I can get, like, a good, you know, time at the beach or a yoga class or, you know, somebody that I could possibly run into that might speak my language, which is always refreshing. Um, not that I'm not that I'm out of touch with the real world, but there's along with this kind of um, awakening, I feel like a lot of the times for especially with like friends I've had for a long time, I become more of a counselor than a friend, like, you know, kind of coming to you for advice or um, so it's nice to meet people you don't know. And actually I've met quite a few few people from YouTube around the world. Like I met a wonderful friend that's now a dear friend to me in Thailand. So this YouTube strange thing that I do now (laughs) um, really actually opened up a lot of doors for me in some kind of weird roundabout unexpected way, which is, uh, it's a blessing. So um, next I'm going to, yeah, uh, Mexico for a little while. We'll see what happens there. Um, Again, it's one of those other spiritual pockets um, that I've always wanted to see, check out for myself, so I will. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, I wish I could do a lot more of just picking up. I desire to do it, pick up and just live somewhere briefly and move on. I so desire that and I'm going to manifest that in my life, but having three child, um, three children, it makes it a little challenging when two of them is in school and prior to the start of the show, um, I I actually put online, I'm selling everything in my house with me from, from <laughs> the furniture to the TV stand. Uh, my phone has just been nonstop with people giving offers and bids on different furniture and, and paintings because I just feel like I'm ready to go. It's time to go, and I need mm-hmm. to, to get rid of this stuff. And my son said, well, where are we going next? And I said, I don't know yet. It hasn't, it hasn't shown <laughs> itself. I really don't know where I'm moving, <laughs> you know, but I yeah. know that it's time, but I just don't know. 
And uh, but I feel oh, that nice it, you're setting the stage. It is. So oh, when it do show it's itself, nice. yeah. <laughs> when it do show mm-hmm. itself, I won't have a lot to move <laughs> because I'm getting rid of. <laughs> I'm getting rid of wash and dryer. I'm getting rid of so much stuff, and it was just like, and where, and I, the funny thing is, I although I don't really have an idea of where I'm gonna land, I just know that it's going to be okay, and I just have this this sense of peace, and I think it comes from my mother. It's just this sense of like, I I think I'm gonna be all right. It, it'll work itself out one way or the other. And um, I feel like it's just time to go meet some new people and have some different experiences and and see what else um, can happen. What I do is seek fulfillment, and I seek relationships that that are are more interesting and fulfilling as opposed to drama and and full of you know low vibrating energy. I I tend to seek like-minded people, and, and and I find that because even in my personal life. I turn into a council for people as opposed to just having normal relationships. It's more like um, yeah. coaching and counseling. And so sometimes I just want to have a friendship and not provide those services, although it's great to do it. But sometimes you, you want to have that other side as well. But it's it's been all rewarding for me. It's, um, before we end the show, I wanted you to um, provide the audience with your contact information, if they're interested in following you on YouTube or on um, your social media page, how do they get in contact with you? Sure. Well, it's very simple. Um, My name I go by on YouTube is Spiritual Escapades. And same with uh, Instagram, same name, Gmail as well, uh, Spiritual Escapades, E-S-C-A-P-A-D-E-S at gmail.com. I have yet to make a website. This kind of just happened overnight, and I've always just kind of stayed busy. Um, so that will be my next evolution <laughs> into the tech world <laughs> of actually having a website. So that's soon to come. But, yeah, I'm easily accessible, any of those three modalities. And, and I'll usually get back to somebody at least within, I'll try a week, um, if not a day, if you catch me on a good time. So I try to be up to date. Yeah. What advice would you give people that are are on a similar path that you and I have been on and they are are needing some guidance or help? What advice can you provide them? Um, My advice is um, you're not alone. Um, There's lots of people kind of internalizing the same feeling that you're going through. Uh Um, My best advice is to speak about it. Speak about what you're feeling because – there's a lot of disconnect um, going on with a lot of us. I feel it all the time at times and not to be hard on yourself. Um, I feel like all of these, you know, because we're kind of in this vortex of a lot of change, it's just kind of what's going on in the astrology. I feel like we can all feel it. Um, You know, finding some sort of way to stay centered, whatever your practice is, there's no right or wrong under this nice, beautiful umbrella of spirituality. It's all directed towards us looking back at ourselves, understanding ourselves and our true, you know, being in essence. Um, It's not about, you know, being the number one successful billionaire on earth. It's not. When we, we look back, it's about, you know, kind of following the best, greatest life we can. And as you kind of um, take 
small, tiny little steps every day towards this. Like you said, maybe selling something. I'm ready to move, so I'm going to sell something, or I'm going to look at stuff and think about, even dream what I would get rid of. You know, these small, tiny steps of self-affirmation towards what you truly want in life. You know, that's the answers. You don't have to change your life overnight, and definitely you don't have to be hard on yourself. We are all living our, you know, our own paths. And I always say, you know, the difficult lessons, the difficult people, the difficult situations, thank it double. Like your soul is ready to evolve, to move on, and it needs to pass through with this difficult lesson. So thank it, whether it comes in the form of a person, you know, whether it's a situation, whether even it's a family member, member. they loved you so much, they signed up to teach you that. So take responsibility of your own life and, you know, make those small movements forward. That's all, all we can do, really. So, um, yeah, that's my advice. I think that's kind of scattered, but uh, it's a nice little stream there for you. <laughs> now, that is great. Before we end, can you talk about, I know that you and I briefly uh, talked about it before we went on air, it was about, um, for those out there that are listening, I know that today I was responding to a lot of your, um, to a few of your Instagram followers that were interested um, in listening to the show. Um, just, uh, and I have been curious myself is what are the changes that are coming up for us collectively um, from your perspective that we can look forward to over the next year and moving forward because Uranus and Taurus is really changing, shaking up, and causing a, not just for Taurus, it's for everybody as a collective, whether people realize what Taurus and, and Uranus and Taurus is. And if you don't know, the last time Uranus was in Taurus was during a time of World War II with the rise of Hitler. So it's been a, quite a long time since this transition has happened. Um, and now that it's come back around, it is having such a profound effect on the economy and, and with uh, the administration mm -hmm. we currently have. And, and I mean, it's just really shaking a lot of things up. Can you talk briefly about that? Yeah, well, Uranus, it, it, well, I'm not an astrologer, but, you know, just intuitively yeah. feeling and, and knowing the basics about it. Um, this is a necessary shakeup. So whether it, you're seeing it in politics, whether you're seeing it with money, you know, we have crazy stuff going on, with, especially with cryptocurrency and all that stuff. Um, whether this is internal or external, it's all the same. And, and the purpose for it, just having this vision, Uranus actually brings about balance. So anything that was built on faulty foundations from relationships to where you live, to, you know, if something's no longer serving us as a greater collective, um, and I actually think that's um, part of this too, but it's, it's kind of crumbling down. Expect a lot of changes and expect to say, I feel like you'll, you'll get through this better if you just kind of go with the flow, kind of in that state yeah. of surrender. Like, what is this bringing me next? And expect it to be good <laughs> um, because there's inevitable changes coming. Um, definitely Taurus rules the home the relationships, the money, you know, the jobs, lots of shakeups and jobs going on now. Um, and I feel like there's also this underlying hint of, you know, strong awakening going on. So um, there is this lack of separateness 
that we're kind of awakening to, especially, you know, our actions, if we do something bad to another, I feel like, um, you know, that kind of circle of karma slap is coming back a little bit faster for people. And it's actually a good thing because they're waking up to it. Um, so again, Uranus, Saturn ruled, definitely karma going on here. Um, so it's leveling the playing field. We're all kind of rebalancing for the better. So it's actually a blessing. So have that nice perspective that it does even out <laughs> for our benefit. It, you know what? It is evening out a lot faster. I'm noticing that when things are happening now, and I guess in my reality, we all have a different reality. I'm noticing it a lot faster. Like, whoa, I'm getting the answer. I'm noticing how things is, is, is happening in someone else's life. And and mm -hmm. it, it is, it, you're seeing it, seeing the result, the result, results of their behavior or action or even your own your own behavior and action and how you get the, you get that karma really quick. It's like, it doesn't take years anymore <laughs> or another lifetime for it to come to you. You're like, no, you're getting it now. And it's teaching you such a greater lesson now. And um, for me, it's my lesson over the last several years has been, um, like I, I mentioned, the love and about, developing a, a, a place of peace and serenity within myself. So I'm attracting more people like that in my surroundings and um, having a career that feeds my spirit a lot more and speaks more to who I am as an individual. And hopefully knock on wood, love comes because it's been a, a very long time <laughs> coming. <laughs> and to be quite honest, I have not been looking for love in years Um not on that level where I'm really considering, wow, you know what, I think I'm actually ready. This is the first year, I think, 20, 2019, where I finally openly said out loud, like said it to the universe, like, I am ready. I, I really absolutely mm -hmm. feel at this point in my life, I am ready. And um, I always thought that I was, but I really felt like now that I really am. I think I've done what I needed to do and, and had the experiences I needed to have and learned some things that I needed to learn and that now 2019, I feel ready. And I'm actually inviting that that space and love within my within my being that I've never done before prior to this year. I, I push it away or just say I'm okay and not really give it a lot of energy. But now I'm really putting the focus to say I am inviting that into my life, prosperity and love and and the, the flow of life in, in general. And I find that I am having more conversations with people that are doing the same thing. It's really waking people mm -hmm. up in a great way, Absolutely. a profound way. Do you find that it's, it's having that same effect on you and your life as well? Um. Well, there's no movement in my love life, so no. <laughs> but in my opinion, um, you know, when we, we say we're ready and we pick up on, you know, that feeling, it's because it's already on the way. It's because it's already, you know, directed in your direction. Um, so I feel like this is, I mean, I always say to my clients, you know you better than I know you. I'm just picking up on, you know, the outside, you already know deep in your heart, let's just kind of bring this to the surface. And, you know, you can take that food for thought home with you. Um, 
So, yeah, um, love, I do believe it comes in when it's time, when it's ready. Um, absolutely. And I feel the same way. Definitely with this, this Uranus and Taurus, I can feel the change from being completely content and fine alone traveling the world to, uh-huh. you know, ready to have have the high expectation of, you know, meeting somebody that actually meets me. Um, and I don't have to compromise. Not Not that I'm happy not to, but you know, uh, I'm a hard cookie to match. You know, I, I do weird things. <laughs> I like weird yeah. stuff. So. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> so, yeah, it takes a special person. <laughs> it uh, absolutely. Does. Uh, oh, my God. I can't believe the hour has gone by. Like I told you, Whitney, it will go by very quickly. Um if I could talk to you more, I would, but it has absolutely been a pleasure. Um, once again, just give your contact information, um, any of the listeners out there, if they're interested in reaching out to you, how do they find you? Sure. Well, my uh, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Gmail is all spiritual escapades. Um, so you can just reach out there and I'll get back to you as even as I humanly can possibly. So, um, yeah, that's my contact. And it's been a pleasure also being on your show. This this hour flew by, and I'm so glad you um, invited me here. What a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Thank you. No problem. Hold the line. Hold on one moment, Whitney. Okay. All right, guys, that concludes our show this week. What a blast I had with Whitney. I hope you've learned um, something about spirituality, um, a, a more about her. Please reach out to her, Spiritual Escapades. You can find her on YouTube and on Instagram. Um, she's a beautiful soul that I am just grateful and blessed to have um, met her acquaintance, that her and I, our paths crossed when they did. Um, but I want to leave you with a card. I know that sometimes I will have an affirmation. Um, some some shows I don't, but I actually um, have a deck of cards that have affirmations on it. I shuffle, pray over it, and the card that I got says vibration. I kid you not, I didn't go searching the deck for it. It pulled. And um, the affirmation, it says, the higher your vibration, the more light you hold. And the affirmation is, I am a vibrational magnet for prosperity, blessings, good health, and abundance in all areas of my life. And I will uh, repeat again, I am a vibrational magnet for prosperity, blessings, good health, and abundance in all areas of my life. Please visualize the life that you want. Start making, as, as Whitney said, little small changes. Like for me, like I said, I, I, I want to um, move and relocate. I, I'm, I'm selling stuff on OfferUp and, and putting it out there that I don't know where I'm going to go and what life has for me, but I know that it's time energetically to move to the next phase. If that's what you're feeling with all of this, energy going on, then you need to answer that calling and take a risk. You're, you listen to two risk takers today um, that we both have stepped out of our comfort zones and trying different things. You should do that. Whatever your calling is in your life, you need to answer that calling. It will bring you such great peace 
maybe put a little bit of hard work, absolutely, and a couple of um, obstacles, but you will be in a much happier, peaceful, complete space within your being when you learn to answer that calling and stop caring about the judgments and thoughts of others. So until next time, guys, it has been um, a blast. Um, thank you for tuning in this week, and I hope you guys come back again next week and listen to the show. I have another great guest um, next week, and uh, we're going to be talking about some more what's your why. So until um, next time, guys, uh, definitely enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you soon.